0: Matthew 15, 21 through 28. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help lost sheep, God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, That's true, Lord, but even dogs are allowed to eat scraps that fall beneath their master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. The word of God for the people of God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts, all of our souls, and all of our minds, may they be truly and utterly faithful to your word, O Lord, our God, our rock, and our redeemer. And we pray today that you would help us to see the needs around us. Open our eyes to those who are lost, those who are hurting, those who need your help, and your healing touch. God, may we have faith for others who have none. And may your Holy Spirit transform lives and bring them into relationship with you because of the love we've shown. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So, I love a good underdog <coughs> story. I, I love the underdogs. Uh, if, if there's uh, teams that I don't care anything about, do you know who I cheer for? The underdog. Uh, I, I love movies that have underdog stories in it, you know, like Rudy or, or something uh, along those uh, lines where, where the, the underdog comes out on top and uh, it just all odds are against them, but yet they can persevere, they can get through, and at the end uh, it's a, a great, uh, wonderful ending uh, that goes on with that and, and today we have a story that is an underdog story And, and I don't quite know what to make of this story It, it, it bothers me, it worries me uh, uh, Jesus' actions bother me, worry me I, I don't know what to kind of make of this story. So let's look at this story again and see exactly what in the world is going on with that. Jesus had just had an uh, interaction with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and, and uh, talked about uh, uh, cleanliness and, and, and ritual purity and what, what makes you uh, right. And, and Jesus talks about uh, the, the uh, heart is really what is important in someone's Life. If you look back there uh, in verse 16, uh, uh, starting in verse 15, it says, Then Peter said to Jesus, explain to us the parable that says people aren't defiled by what they eat. Don't you understand yet, Jesus asked, anything you eat passes through your stomach and then goes into the sewer. But the words you speak come from the heart. That is what defiles you. For from the heart come evil thoughts. Murder, adultery, all sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander These are what defile you Eating with unwashed hands will never defile you Then Jesus left Galilee, which is uh, the region that they uh, were in Going back and forth in the boat Uh, As you remember, the feeding of the 5,000 And they went to the region of Tyre and Sidon Which is a Gentile Area. This is an area where people aren't uh, following uh, the uh, God of uh, the Hebrews. Uh, it's people who uh, may not be uh, considered clean or worthy. Uh, and and uh, as Jesus is there, a Gentile woman, uh, and if you have your Bibles open... Uh, your translation uh, And if, it's, if you're reading from the New Living Translation There's a little asterisk next to Gentile uh, Or your translation might say a Canaanite woman And that little asterisk means Hey, if you see an asterisk in the Bible you know what you, Do you know what you do if you see an asterisk next to a word in the Bible? You go look down at the bottom And it tells you what is going on there And it says uh, translations say Canaanite Woman. And, and the reason they put Gentile in this translation uh, is because, you know, there were no Canaanites anymore. Uh, in Jesus' time, there were not Canaanites. They hadn't been for, for years, but the Canaanites were the biggest enemy of the Israelites uh, as they were going through the wilderness as they were going through the land and populating the promised land it was the Canaanites who were the enemies of the Israelites and there was a lot of deep-seated anger and hurt And prejudice between the Israelites. And so, if these people uh, could see that she was one of those Canaanites, then there was even more prejudice, even more um, enmity, even more despising, even more what's a good word, Sione? Right there, that they would be looking at this woman and saying, judgmental. A lot of judgment about this woman because of that ancient, that ancient hate that they had for this group of people because of the wars and the fighting and the bitterness that happened between them. So it's not just another Gentile. This is someone who comes from that line of people that were the enemy. And they see this woman. And this woman, she cries out. And, and I kind of picture her away from, from Jesus and the disciples. If Jesus and the disciples are kind of bebopping around, you know, walking to uh, uh, go through this area of Gentile people. Uh, and, and she cries out to Jesus, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. Have mercy on me, Oh, son of David, Kyrie eleison is what she's crying out to God, Lord, have mercy on me. And this woman here, before Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah, this Gentile woman, this Canaanite woman, she cries out and says this, this man who's walking through this territory is the son of God. This man is the Messiah. He is from the line of David. This is the one who's going to come and save us. She says all the exact words that you're supposed to say to Jesus, to a Lord, to this rabbi who's walking through the town. And she says, have mercy on me, O Lord, Son of David. And a lot of people have asked me where I got that prayer from that I pray a lot over and over throughout the day whenever I'm stressed or anxious or worried. Uh, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. This is part of where that prayer comes from. Kyrie eleison is that cry out uh, to God that God save me, help me, help me, Lord, uh, with all of that. Uh, and she says, For my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments. Uh, And if you have if you're a mom or you know anything about moms or a mama bear when their child is hurt, what are they going to do? Anything and everything to help that child get better to help get them get healing to do anything with that And it's amazing to me that God is even more Wanting to heal us and help us in that brokenness of our lives even more than a parent a father or a mother Our heavenly father is someone who wants to reach out and heal us where we hurt It doesn't tell us exactly what this demon is doing to this woman's child, but it's tormenting and it's hurtful and it breaks that mom's heart to see their child hurting. We've all been there as well. We've had people that we love more than anything who are hurting, who need help, who need healing, and there's nothing that we can do so she cries out to the one that she thinks can heal that, who can deliver that child. They've heard the news about how Jesus has gone everywhere and is healing people. And maybe, just maybe, this man, this man could heal. And she's crying out to Jesus away from the disciples. Uh, and, and, and this is so perplexing to me how Jesus responds. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Silence. Jesus just keeps walking with his disciples. I don't like that sentence there. Well, she was kind of annoying the disciples. She was bothering them. They were inconvenienced by her words. They were on their way to go do ministry somewhere else. Uh, They had other things to do. They didn't need to be bothered by this woman, this Gentile woman, this Canaanite woman. Uh, We've got other things to do. Then Jesus says, now... The the Greek here is kind of confusing, and your your Bible might say Jesus said to the disciples. Uh, the New Living Translation that I read said Jesus says to the woman. My thinking of what the Greek, and by the way, I'm not a Greek scholar, and I have to look through the books and do it all on my own. Uh, to me, it just sounds like Jesus is walking and he says this out loud for everyone to hear and it's for us to hear as well I was sent only to help God's lost sheep the people of Israel I'm sure that the disciples took that to mean she's not a person of Israel she's not someone that Jesus has come we take that to mean that too we look at this sentence and we go well Jesus is saying he's not there to help her But she wouldn't give up. She runs to him. She kneels down, the scripture says. In in this translation, it says, but she came and worshiped him, which is that part of kneeling down and and being, uh, giving yourself to that person, just saying, God, Lord, help me. She needed help for her child that she loved. And Jesus responded, it isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. Now, the word dog back then is not like the way that we, we, we look at our... Our dogs are our family. It's always a cute little puppy dog. It's always love my puppy so much. For them, a dog was the worst thing you could call someone. You remember when David went to the Goliath, what did Goliath say about David coming to him? Am I a dog that you come at me with sticks? Dogs were scavengers. Dogs were the things that ran into the community and stole your food off the table uh, like it did in Christmas Story. Uh, it, it's, uh, it, they, they were the ones that you had to run out of the house who weren't supposed to be there. Uh, if you did happen to have a dog in your house, they would sit and, and eat the food under the table. Uh, and probably the kids did what we do, and give the dog food under the table. And the woman, she says... That's true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps. The word scraps really is crumb, the smallest piece there that fall from beneath the master's table. And Jesus says, dear woman, your faith is great. Your request is great. Is granted. So if Jesus is only there for the lost sheep of Israel and he touches that woman's life, who's he there for? Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And we, as the people of God, have been positioned here to seek and save the lost, to bring healing to those people who need healing, those moms who are crying out, my child doesn't have enough to eat. My child is being tormented by this thing. My child is being hurt by this thing. My child can't make it on their own. And we need to be a people who care about that woman's child. That woman who had enough faith to know that just the tiniest touch of God can bring healing. You might be sitting there this morning and you might be thinking, God, I need your help. You might be saying, there's something tormenting me in my life Because all of us are broken, folks. There's not any of us here who don't have some hurt, some pain, some torment, some grief, some sadness. There's not one of us who don't need a touch from our Savior. There's not one of us that don't need that healing touch. There's not one of us who are a lost sheep of Israel And we need to be a people who aren't going to worry about prejudice or about uh, judgment or about being delayed from something. We need to be a people who will bring the love and the love of Jesus to the hurting, the helpless, and the hopeless. That is who we are going to be. We are going to be a people who are going to do anything to reach and help those who need God's help. And if you need God's help this morning, whether you're here or you're online, cry out, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on my child. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on my brother. Lord Jesus Christ, help my sister and her family. Lord Jesus Christ, help my mom who needs you more than anything. Lord Jesus Christ... God, there's so many things in our life that torment each and every one of us. And there might be somebody here who doesn't feel like they can make it one more moment. There might be somebody watching online who needs your deliverance, your touch, your healing touch. Deliver each and every one of us from whatever it is that torments us in our life. God, we are calling out to you. Help us, save us. Remove that from our midst. Take it from our families, from our lives. Whatever is hurting us, the brokenness, the heal us, Lord God, with all your strength, with your might, and show us the people around us who are crying out to you, Lord, for help. Help us to put off whatever it is that we're doing and be willing to seek and save the lost sheep and heal the brokenness in our lives first so that we we can bring the bread of life Jesus for those who are hungering and thirsting for more in this world It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.